Welcome to Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of March 19, 2023. Tuesday, March 21, will be Eric Bridges' last day as Executive Director of the American Council of the Blind. Eric will become President and CEO of the American Foundation for the Blind, a very prestigious position in the blind community. The ACB Board of Directors announced the following plan of action at its meeting on Thursday, March 9, to ensure a smooth transition of leadership in ACB. Dan Spoon, ACB President, will become ACB Executive Director starting on Wednesday, March 22. This will be an interim position. Deb Cook-Lewis, ACB First Vice President, will become President, and Ray Campbell will become First Vice President. The position of Second Vice President, currently held by Ray Campbell, will remain vacant until the summer elections at the convention. Dan Spoon hails from Orlando, Florida. He was elected President at ACB's 2019 Rochester Convention. Previously, he was our first vice president and served as a member of the board of directors from 2012 to 2017. Dan holds a Bachelor of Science degree in finance and an MBA specializing in accounting from the University of Florida. He has a vast array of professional experience and worked at Siemens Energy for 25 years. Starting as an entry-level computer programmer, he worked his way up to the position of Senior Project Manager. He retired in 2014. Deb Cook-Lewis is from Clarkston, Washington. Deb previously served as Chair of the ACB Board of Publications before becoming ACB's First Vice President in 2022. Deb retired in 2018 after 38 years with the State of Washington. She worked for the Department of Services for the Blind, the Division of Vocational Rehabilitation, and finally, the University of Washington Center on Technology and Disability Studies. Are you interested in Braille that you can keep indefinitely? The NLS Braille on Demand pilot program, launched in 2022, now allows all registered patrons to receive five hard copy Braille books each month with no return date. Patrons may request books directly from their network talking book libraries. In Kentucky, that's the Kentucky Talking Book Library in Frankfurt. The phone number is 800-372-2968. Any Braille book available on BARD is eligible to be produced in hard copy by this program. Books will be mailed directly to the requesting patrons. On Friday, March 10, the American Council of the Blind held its Show Me the Money, Marching Together for Accessible and Inclusive Currency rally in Washington, D.C. in Lafayette Park in front of the White House. ACB passed its first resolution calling for accessible currency in 1972. And after 50 years, many subsequent resolutions and winning a court case in 2008, and after the Bureau of Engraving and Printing has attended most, if not all, of our ACB conventions since that time, 
with no accessible bills to show for the effort. ACB has finally had enough. You can watch and listen to the rally on the ACB YouTube page to hear for yourself the positive outcome of a meeting held at the Department of Treasury just two hours before the start of the rally, where we were shown an accessible $10 bill that will be in circulation and has accessible features, and where we received specific promises and outlines, including meetings with ACB and reports to the court for the production of the $10 and $20 bills. The video is just over 40 minutes long. Check it out by searching for the American Council of the Blind YouTube page now. This is a great day to be a member of ACB. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB's chapter in the Bowling Green area, reminds you that it holds its social hour each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. That's 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on its Zoom line. The chapter has programs planned for each Wednesday in March and also Wednesdays in April. Join the call by phoning 669-900-6833 and entering the code 763-689-4411. The passcode, should you need it, is 25852. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its next in-person support group meeting on Monday, March 27, from 1 to 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. The address is 150 South State Street. GDUKI, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana, will hold its March virtual meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern on the KCB Zoom line. Dial 669-900-6833 and enter the code 862-9889-6972. Tri-State Library users and the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to share books and book-related news at Page Turners. This will be at the Roundabout on March 25. Join us from 7 to 9 Eastern 6 to 8 Central or 4 to 6 Pacific Time on the KCB Zoom line. Andy Burstein is the founder of Accessible Pharmacy Services for the Blind. Accessible Pharmacy is licensed to do business in 32 states. They are a mail-order pharmacy. However, they provide a wide range of programs and services for people who are blind or who have low vision. They specialize in personalizing their programs to meet the individual needs of their customers. Andy was the speaker at the March 10 GLCB Roundabout. Listen to his presentation on page 2. We think you will be surprised to learn about all of the services they have to offer. Listen to Soundprints each week on ACB Media 1, the mainstream channel. Our broadcast times are Sunday from 8 p.m., Monday at 8 a.m., Tuesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., Wednesday at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursday at 10 p.m., and Friday at 1 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. Listen on your Victor Stream or on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. 
Listen anytime, 24 hours a day, on the KCB Information Line by calling 773-572-6318. For more information about Soundprints and to request a free subscription on CD, playable on any CD player, call KCB at 502-895-4598. Page two. We have, we're talking tonight about accessible pharmacy services for the blind. Andy Burstein is here. I have been at another meeting, one meeting, uh, I think it was about a year and a half ago, or a little over a year ago, when he talked to ACB families. And it was a really, really good presentation. So I'm looking forward to finding out what's new and um, just, how, you know, what's going on in, uh, with accessible pharmacy. And I think you all are going to enjoy his talking about all the different services that they can provide. So, Andy, the time is yours. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Carla, thank you so much. Thank you for that warm introduction. Thank you for including me. And thank you, everyone, for, uh, you know, listening to what I have to say on a Friday night. So, how about this? I'll, I'll start from the beginning. I actually recognize some of your names. So, I imagine some of you have heard some of the things I'm going to share tonight already. But uh, I have some new stuff. I have some things that we're planning for the future. Um, and I'll, I'll start by just giving you a little bit of background about our company and what we do, how we came into being, and uh, some really cool stuff. So um, as Carla mentioned, my name is Andy Burstein. I am with Accessible Pharmacy Services for the Blind. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with us, we are a home delivery pharmacy service. We specialize in patients who are blind, deaf-blind, and have low vision. Uh, We are the only provider of its kind, uh, and we are the largest blind-owned healthcare company in the country. Um, Everything that we do is about merging healthcare and accessibility um, and empowering our patients to manage their medication, manage their diabetes, you know, and, and do it in a way that, uh, you know, allows them to be more independent and do it more independently, to do it with less stress, um, and to ultimately live healthier lives. And what, what's pretty cool is that, you know, we are accessible pharmacy. You know, the, the way we view what we do and, and the world of accessibility is, you know, accessibility is not like a finish line where you're like, you cross the finish line, you're like, oh, that's it, we're accessible. Um, you know, we're learning every day, and we're literally just scratching the surface. There's so much more that we could keep doing. Um, and it's pretty cool the way the way we've been we're growing. Um, we just got licensed to provide services in Kentucky about a year ago, and then what's cool is like our, our growth comes a few ways. We add new territories and new areas and new markets. We're currently licensed in 32 states, plus DC and Puerto Rico. Uh, we add new patients every day, but the exciting part of our growth is actually qualitative growth. You know, the same way that we teach and educate and support our patients. We learn from our patients, and every time every patient's unique. And every time we help one of our patients um, overcome a challenge or manage something a little bit better, we learn from that experience, and we're able to take that and plug those solutions into other patients of ours. And so our patients are not only learning from us; they're also teaching us and contributing to the support of, of other patients who join us. So. I'll take a step back for a second, and I'll give you a background of how we got started. We're, we're a relatively new company. Uh, we're approaching our third year anniversary. Oh, but the idea is about five years old. 
And about a little over five years ago, uh, I was working for a healthcare marketing firm. And we were developing strategies for our clients. And our clients uh, are were like um, healthcare systems, physicians offices, dental offices, veterinary practices, the pharmaceutical industry, medical devices. We were trying to develop just in general um, accessibility strategies. And so I decided to reach out to my friend Alex. Uh, I, I at the time I did not. Alex is my best friend now, as of today. But six years ago, I knew Alex casually. We knew each other because our kids used to play Little League together. I didn't know too much about Alex. I knew that he was a nice guy. Our kids were friendly. We lived near each other. And he was blind. Right? So when we were learning all these things, that we were trying to learn about accessibility. I was like, ah, I'm going to reach out to that blind guy from Little League, and I'm going to pick his brain. So I got Alex's email address, and I reached out to him, and I was like, hey, remember me? Our kids were in the Lions together. Um, this is what I'm trying to do. Are, are you free for a cup of coffee or a beer? <clears throat> I'd love to like pick your brain. So he got back to me and we ended up meeting up for a cup of coffee. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we're in uh, Philadelphia. That's where our headquarters is based. So for any of you who are familiar with Philadelphia, I live on University of Pennsylvania's campus and Alex lives in Center City. So we're about 20 blocks from each other. Hmm. Um, so we met up at this cafe and uh, we hit it off. Uh, I got to hear about Alex's experience. Like I said, I didn't know too much about him, but Alex's story is, and Alex is 48 now. When he was 17, he was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa. And uh, at the time, he, he graduated high school, and he went to college in Las Vegas at UNLV. He wanted to be in the hospitality industry. So he was going to school, but he was also working part-time in the casinos and the hotels, really learning the industry from the ground up. By the time he graduated college, he had lost almost all of his usable eyesight and realized there weren't too many opportunities for blind hotel or resort managers. <laughs> so he moved back to Philadelphia, and he got an MBA, and he ultimately earned a PhD from Drexel University in marketing. Wow. Uh, he was the first person, the first blind person ever to graduate uh, with, a, with his doctorate at uh, his or her doctorate. doctorate at Drexel, and he wrote his doctoral dissertation on the accessibility of the American retail marketplace for blind consumers. And within it, there was a whole section about healthcare. So here I am thinking like, ah, I'll hang out with Alex, our kids are friends, we'll have coffee, we'll talk about our kids, I'll pick his brain a little bit. Little did I know that Alex is arguably the foremost expert in the world on retail and healthcare accessibility. Um, obviously, as a consumer himself, but as a consumer who's also a parent who is involved with his children's health care. Um, and he now had a few years' worth of academic research uh, on the topic. So this one-time cup of coffee became a pretty regular occurrence. Our kids actually went to school, like, two blocks from each other, and there was a cafe in the middle. So, like, once every week or so, we would uh, drop our kids off at school and meet in the middle for coffee. And we would just brainstorm different ideas. And he really helped me understand the challenges that he faced, but also his research documented of individuals who are blind navigating the world of healthcare. You know, whether that be managing your healthcare at home, scheduling a doctor's appointment, ending up in the emergency room, um, going to a pharmacy, going to a veterinary practice, going to a dental office, managing medication, managing diabetes. And what he helped me understand was that. You know, there are a lot of companies that are doing some really cool things. 
to make their healthcare model more accessible. Um, but they're all existing healthcare systems that are retrofitting their model to be accessible. And once again, that's a good thing. But they, they, there's no one that really built a healthcare model from the ground up that focused on accessibility, that tried to identify every touch point that uh, the healthcare system has with the patient um, is as accessible as possible. And by the way, there are hundreds of touch points. So you can't bite off more than you can chew, but we were like, hey, why don't we do it ourselves? Like naively, right? So we started writing a business plan and it took us about a year. And that was the first version of, originally it was accessible healthcare solutions. And that slowly evolved into like, listen, there's only so much we can do. Why don't we pick one healthcare topic and launch with that and then slowly layer in other healthcare solutions. And so we decided to launch with accessible pharmacy services for the blind. We brought in a third business partner, uh, Dr. Jason Barrett. Uh, Jason uh, has his doctorate in pharmacy. And he spent the first 20-ish years of his career focusing on the concept of personalized medication solutions for people with cognitive and intellectual disabilities. And so when we met Jason, but we, by the way, meeting Jason was a fluke. I actually called my accountant to be like, how do the dollars work in the pharmacy business? Like, like how does it work? He's like, I don't know. My brother plays golf with this guy, Jason. He's a pharmacist. You should call him. So, uh, so there are, I'll call Jason. And Jason's like, oh, my gosh, you have to come in. So Alex and I met with Jason. And Jason's like, listen, I don't understand the challenges that exist in the blind community. He goes, but my whole model is based upon personalized medication. Every person is unique. It's almost like the opposite of a traditional pharmacy, which is one size fits all. And God bless the big pharmacies. They do that perfectly. That's why they make billions of dollars. They perfected the model of one size fits all, get your prescription, come in, walk out with your meds, everyone's happy. You know, for Jason, he was like, no, we need to understand who this person is. You know, um, what's their level of sight? What are their challenges? What are they doing that's working for them? What's not working for them? Like, what are the pain points? And let's try to build a collection of solutions to empower that person. <clears throat> and so we, uh, this is before the pandemic. This is like late 2019. We were pretty lucky. We, um, we got, we're in Philadelphia, so we got in our car one day. We drove down to the NFB headquarters, and we spent a day there getting feedback from them. We have some really good friends in the Pennsylvania ACB, um, one of which actually works for us now. And uh, we held some focus groups with them and learned from them. Um, you were referring earlier to the AFB. Uh, Kirk Adams, the former um, president of the AFB, was incredibly generous with us, helping us uh, with connections and understanding, like, what exists in the marketplace and what would be really helpful in the marketplace. And we incorporated our company, and we decided to launch the business, and we launched our company in April 2020, which is almost like the exact day that the pandemic started, Right. So at the time, we were like, oh, it's like the flu. It'll be over in a few weeks, and, you know, we'll come out with our guns blasting. Um, but obviously, we all know what transpired. But nevertheless, we, 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 we plowed forward. And fast forward to today, we now have 65 employees. 25% uh, of our staff are blind. Uh, our entire sales force is blind. Um, and as I mentioned, like, we're, we're growing. And uh, it, it's, it's incredibly rewarding. It's incredibly exciting. Um, and as I mentioned, like, we're literally just scratching the surface. There's so much more that we could be doing. But what we are doing right now is pretty incredible. Um, there, there's, there's no one doing what we do, and there's a better way. 
And our, our philosophy is like, if you have a great relationship with your pharmacist and it works for you, like give your pharmacist a hug and, and stay with him. Um, if you're struggling in any way, shape or form, you should try us out. Um, there are a lot of things that we do that make us accessible and I'll speak about them in a second, but everything that we do that makes us accessible uh, is free of charge. Uh, we make our money by being reimbursed by insurance companies. And in some states, we actually get state funding as well. So there's no additional burden for the patient. Um, so, all right, let me pause for a second here to step back. Let me explain to you what we do. Uh, we are a home delivery pharmacy service. We have 11 pharmacists on staff. Uh, we provide prescription medication, over-the-counter medication, vitamins and nutritional supplements, small accessible medical devices, uh, a full range of everything in the diabetic world, uh, continuous glucose monitoring systems, uh, glucometers, syringes, medication, insulin, strips, etc. Um, we also provide guide dog and pet medication for chronic needs, not necessarily like uh, flea and tick collars or, or, or heartworm uh, remedies, but for, for animals that have a, a chronic medication need. Um, what makes us unique is how we deliver these things. Um, we have a few pillars in our company. Um, the first is accessible support. So like I mentioned, unlike the traditional pharmacy model where you get the prescription from your doctor and you either get it shipped to you or you go in and you pick it up or the doctor calls into the pharmacy and you go in and pick it up. For us, it starts with a conversation. We need to learn about the patient first. Um, so it's about a 10-minute phone call. Um, and in that phone call, we, we you know, obviously we, we capture insurance information. And we work with most insurance companies nationwide including the big ones that Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, we ask the questions like, what's your level of eyesight? Is your eyesight changing? Um, what, is your, uh, what are your biggest challenges with your medication or diabetes? What's working for you? What's not working for you? Um, who else is in the home with you? Are you a caregiver to someone else? Is someone else a caregiver to you? Um, you, know, we'll, we'll get, you know, we'll get all this information. And then we, we go to work. It takes us about a day. We'll contact the insurance company to confirm eligibility. We may reach out to some of the prescribers to get some feedback from them. Uh, we have our pharmacists review all of our patients' medication. We find about 50% of the time uh, there's a conflict with medications. What I mean by that is um, people self-medic, people may get like four or five prescription meds, right? They get something from their cardiologist and their endocrinologist and their ophthalmologist and their general practitioner. And on top of that, they self-medicate. They take vitamins, and they take fish oil, and they take a root, and they take herbs, and they're a vegetarian. And you combine all these things together, and they seem benign, but quite often a combination of all of those things can create unintended side effects and quite often impact the body's ability to absorb the prescription medication and actually get the benefit of the medication. Wow. And so we, we review all that stuff. We call the patient back. It usually takes a day or two, um, and we review everything. This is what our pharmacist learned. Your, we talked to your insurance company. They're cool. We called your cardiologist because we had a question about that drug, and they're cool. Um, and if the patient wants to get started with us, we start. Okay? Uh, so that conversation, more often than not, happens on the telephone. Old school, pick up the phone and call. We have our <laughs> care coordinators are in-house, and we can help a, a patient you know, with, with all their questions in-house. That conversation can happen other ways, too. 
Uh, we are the pharmacy partner and healthcare partner for Be My Eyes. And so Be My Eyes, you're all familiar with it, or if you're not familiar with it, you can, you know, it's a volunteer network. There are 400,000 blind users on Be My Eyes and a network of 4 million volunteers who can help people navigate situations uh, where sight would be beneficial. There's another section on the Be My Eyes app called Specialized Health. So in Specialized Health, there's a bunch of technology companies there. It's basically where you would need help by someone who is not just a random volunteer. So there's like uh, Google's on there, Apple's on there, Verizon's on there, um, Procter & Gamble's on there. So you can reach out to Procter & Gamble and get help with your Tide detergent and do laundry. You can help with some of the cleaning, you know, uh, stuff to clean your kitchen. Um, there's a few food companies on there that can help you with cooking and food preparation. And there's us. So when people have medical questions, whether it be identifying a pill, um, learning how to use uh, a medical device, um, understanding drug interactions or side effects or instructions, um, they can contact us. But that, as I mentioned, that conversation we have on the phone can happen on Be My Eyes. Um, we also work with a great deal of deaf-blind patients, and we're very comfortable communicating through uh, text and email. And we have a small but growing collection of deaf patients, and we're very comfortable supporting them on VRS. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, VRS is uh, it's a federally funded program. It stands for Video Relay Services, and it's essentially like on-demand sign language interpreters. And so an individual who's deaf can log into their computer, contact uh, an American Sign Language operator. As I mentioned, the thing's fully paid for by the federal government. Um, and that operator would then call us. So that operator would call us and say, hey, I have Andy on the other line. Andy's deaf. We're going to be, uh, you know, translating for him so that we can have a conversation. And it's, it's pretty cool how we're able to communicate with it. And so those are the ways that, that we have that initial conversation of support for patients. Our second pillar is accessible packaging. We have a full collection of uh, different kinds of packaging. They're all free. And the goal of the packaging is to help someone organize their medication and manage their medication. So we have traditional, you know, small pill bottles with childproof lids. Uh, we also have oversized bottles with pop-off lids for those who have, like, arthritis or Parkinson's who would benefit from something like that. But on a quick side note, we're actually working on a project with Temple University's Disability Studies Program to develop packaging for the paralysis community. So mm. people with spinal cord injuries, cerebral palsy, uh, or, or a lack of limbs, a lack of arms in general, um, can actually access the packaging. So uh, we have two, on the 22nd, we're meeting with them to go over two prototypes that they came up with. We're pretty excited about that. Um, those are bottles. We also have individual daily packets. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with uh, Amazon's pill pack, we have the exact same machine. We actually have two of those machines. Um, it's essentially a two-inch by two-inch plastic baggie. Um, I get my meds this way. Uh, it's two-inch by two-inch plastic baggie, and it comes sorted within that baggie of all the meds you need for the day or time of the day. Um, so, and we can mix in there prescription meds, over-the-counter meds, vitamins and supplements, and it comes in a long perforated strip in a disposable dispenser box that we send you. Um, and if you take medication multiple times during the day, it's chronological. So for me, I take, I take meds in the morning and at night. So it alternates uh, the packets. Uh, we also have a collection of pre-sorted disposable pill organizers. So for those of you who get your pills and bottles and have to organize it in one of those organizers, uh, we have a collection of different size and shape organizers, depending on 
the, the quantity of meds you take, the amount of times of the day you take medication. Um, they come pre-sorted with prescription meds, vitamins, supplements, and over-the-counter meds. Um, and it really takes a lot of that burden and time away from you of having to organize it. It eliminates errors, and it's just, it's just pretty cool and easy. As I mentioned, we're still going to – oh, the other package that we have is relatively new, but it's something we're going to expand on, which is uh, single liquid doses of over-the-counter infant medication. Huh. So that parents oh. who are blind or grandparents who are blind or babysitters or caregivers who are blind can safely administer infant medication to young children without the challenges related to pouring or actually getting it in the kid's mouth. Wow, um, it, it's really cool. It's really cool. We're, we're pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. Um, that is really good because there are social workers in this world. Sometimes they're, they can be kind of a scourge of blind people who believe that um, blind people cannot uh, or should not be raising their kids because they can't administer the medicine. Uh, so I, I, that's like, I mean, I'm very familiar with that concept. It's horrific. Um, yes. It, it's horrific on a hundred different levels. Um, but, but by the way, most of our employees who are blind, um, actually all of our employees who are blind have children. Mm. So, and that because some of them actually had children and raised their children when they still had sight, but they're all blind parents, including ones that were blind since birth and raised their children. And we have one woman in particular who's blind herself and her daughter is blind. And, uh, and they're killing it. They're awesome. So uh, that being said, if you ever have a situation where someone's giving you a hard time about that, I'll uh, introduce you to this woman, Emily, and, and she'll knock them out. Um, but I digress. All right, I digress. All right, so coming back. Um, we also have a whole collection of labeling that can be put on any of our packaging. So we have traditional text labels. And we can do that, by the way, in 200 different languages. Oh. Uh, there's, there's a story about that. I'll talk about it in another second. We have large font labels uh, with different color contrast backgrounds. So we have white labels with black letters, black labels with white letters for those who would benefit from that. We have a grade one braille and contracted braille embossers for the medication labels. We have a few audio labels. We work very closely with Envision America. They make a product called Script Talk. Um, and they're pretty cool. They've been around for a long time. They were actually pioneers in this space. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Script Talk, it's a, it's a sticker. It has like a tiny microchip embedded in, in the sticker. What we're able to do is upload the medication information to the microchip and put that sticker on a package. And either using a free device that we can send you, which is about the size of a clock radio, uh, or a free app that you can download, you simply scan the package, and it reads the medication information and the instructions out loud to you. Mm. Um, so we have Script Talk. There's another, there's a home labeling system we just started working with within the last year. And they're awesome. It's called, a, the company's called Way Around, and they have labels called Waytag. Um, it was started by a, a blind man and his daughter, and um, it's cool. It's a home labeling system that uses a similar technology as Script Talk, but it's cool. You can actually get it at home, scan stuff, and you can actually label like food in your cupboard. You can. They have washable labels that you can put on clothing that you can scan, and it'll tell you like this is a red sweater. It's really cool stuff. Uh, we're actually developing our own labeling system with the Helen Keller National Center, uh, specifically for deafblind individuals. We've actually had a lot of support with Apple with it. It's been really helpful. 
it's a tactile label that can convey medication information three ways. If the person still has sight, it'll appear in large font on their phone. If they still have hearing, it'll be read out loud. Um, and it can extend to a Braille display uh, for someone who would benefit from that. So that's a work in progress. We have it. We need to, uh, at some point this spring, we're hoping to get up to spend a weekend at uh, the Helen Keller National Center. It actually has a residential facility in, in New York. So we're looking to spend like a weekend up there and actually hold some focus groups with some of the, the residents who are there uh, to really perfect the models. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, I was mentioning about 200 languages. It's pretty cool. So these, these audio label solutions, which you know we've created or exist in the marketplace for the blind community, um, we got a call in the fall from the Pennsylvania Department of Health. Uh, and they were like, hey, we heard about you guys through the Department of Aging. We do a lot with the Department of Aging in Pennsylvania. We heard about you guys. We heard about these talking labels you have. And their story was that there are 1,287 Afghani refugees in the state of Pennsylvania who are under the care of the state. And she was explaining to us, she was like, uh, none of them speak a word of English. They speak primarily Pashto and Dari, but some speak Arabic and some speak Urdu. They were like, can your talking labels read medication information out loud? Because half of them are also illiterate. And we were like, no way, <laughs> right? So long story short, we upgraded our software, and now we're able to print medication labels in about 200 languages. And we can do audio labels in about 50 languages. We're limited to what the iPhone and the Android can do, but um, it's pretty cool stuff. So we literally just last Tuesday kicked off an initiative for refugees and asylum seekers to provide, you know, accessible pharmacy solutions for them um, and, and help them, you know, manage their medication and understand medication and, and, and be healthier. Um, sorry, so that, was a, that was a side note. Someone made a comment about the, uh, the multiple labels. All right, so there's a few other things that we do that – uh, I think are cool. Uh, one is we run a whole collection of educational webinars. Um, they're archived on our website. Um, by the way, we're, we're upgrading our web. We actually we have a new website that we're hoping to launch the middle of April. It's going to be even more accessible, more robust, um, and, and more user-friendly. But our website is accessiblepharmacy.com. It's a large font uh, website uh, that is screen reader friendly. Um, but I was mentioning, okay, so we run these webinars. So an example of some of our webinars. Uh, last year we ran a few. We ran a program focusing on breast cancer information for blind women. And the background of that is uh, my wife, thank God, is a breast cancer survivor. And when I think back to the experience, in addition to it being terrifying, it was incredibly inaccessible and daunting. And just the um, from A to Z, right? And so we decided to create a collection of materials uh, to focus on, on breast cancer information for blind women. And that included things like we work with the American Cancer Society to transcribe all of their breast cancer brochures into Braille. Um, on our webinar, we actually had the radiation oncologist who read my, my wife's mammogram and, and, and thankfully saved her life. Um, she created a, a, a few things. One of the most important things was a, a five-minute oral explanation uh, with meticulous detail about how to do a self-exam. And it's actually become the, the default self-exam instruction for, for, for blind women throughout the country. So I encourage everyone not to listen to our webinar, but please share that uh, with women in the community who would benefit. Uh, we also did a whole thing. Her, her name is Kim. 
uh, Dr. Kubek. She did a uh, like a breast cancer 101. She explained in explicit detail uh, the importance of a mammogram, but also what to expect when you go in for a mammogram for the first time. We had our director of women's health speak about some of uh, um, you know the treatment and medication solutions. Uh, we also had a uh, a, um, a pharmacist from University of Florida who specializes in oncology break down trends and things that are happening in that world as well. Uh, we run an ongoing series uh, related to diabetes webinars, blindness and diabetes. We run them with the uh, University of Pennsylvania's Diabetes Education Center. Um, so there were a few last year, one in particular that actually became pretty viral was uh, a webinar we did on continuous glucose monitoring systems where the executive director from Penn um, actually broke down each of the different devices uh, along with their accessibility features in a very objective way. Um, we ran a program with the Chicago Lighthouse, uh, their low vision, their head low vision optometrist that, that focused on eye drop use and eye drop administration um, and all the different ways that you can safely administer eye drops into your eye. And what's amazing is that, you know, they, they spoke about like 10, like, like 10 different strategies and, and ways and gadgets to help with eye drops. You know, for me, like, I don't use eye drops. I, I use Visine every once in a while if I ever have allergies, but I've been using the same strategy since I was 16, which is tilt your head back and squirt and hope that you get like one drop in the eye, right? So that works for me with my over-the-counter $3 bottle. It's not a good solution if you're taking prescription eye drops where you can't risk uh, wasting drops. And on the flip side, you can't accidentally add too many drops to your eyes because it's a prescription and you can ultimately cause harm. So it's a really cool webinar. It's on our website. You can check them out. Um, we also ran uh, in December uh, a cool program. We did it last year. It was the first time we did it. And we're looking to really expand on it this year. Uh, it was the first ever virtual blind health expo. And, and the, the, the story behind it was you know, we speak with so many different groups that, that, that do incredible things in the blind community, whether it be, you know, groups like yours, uh, government agencies, healthcare systems, uh, assistive technology companies, service providers, the pharmaceutical industry. And unfortunately, what we found was that quite often a lot of groups just don't speak with each other. And so we were like, huh, it would be really cool if we brought everyone together just to learn from each other and share ideas. The way we decided to do it was, hey, let's create like a, a blind health expo. We're not going to charge any exhibitor to exhibit. We're not going to charge any attendee to attend. And hopefully we'll get, you know, we'll get some people to show up. Well, it, it, it blew us away. We ended up having 118 exhibitors. Um, <laughs> and we had thousands of attendees. We had so many attendees that the, the event was on a Friday. We had so much traffic coming to our website to register on the Monday before that our website crashed. Um, <laughs> which I almost had a heart attack. It was unbelievable. Um, but by Wednesday, it was up and running again, and uh, it was awesome. Uh, and next year, uh, it'll be in December again. We invite everyone. We'll, we'll be circulating the information. Um, we're going to make it a two-day event, Friday and Saturday, so those who couldn't attend during a weekday can also attend. We're going to have a, a whole speaker series around it, an award ceremony around it, and so uh, we're pretty jazzed about that. A few of the webinars we have in the pipeline for this coming year, um, include we're running a program with the Glaucoma Foundation focusing on glaucoma and blindness. Uh, we're doing a program on uh, mental health um, with the ACB Mental Health Committee. Um, this woman named Pam Shaw, who's actually in the greater Philadelphia area, 
Um, our chief medical officer is going to speak about genomic testing and genomic relevance of a lot of the psychotropic drugs, drugs for depression, drugs for anxiety. And we're going to have a speaker from the uh, upgraded new 988 hotline, which is a free public hotline that can support people with everything from a crisis, like, like suicide prevention when someone's in a serious crisis, to just regular mental health and mental health support. So we're jazzed about that. And finally, we just started working on a uh, program about clinical trials uh, in, the, in the blind community that we'll be doing in the fall. So we're excited about all that stuff. Let me see. What else are we working on? Oh, a few other things. Uh, we won a few awards in the last two years. And it's not like we need awards, but it is pretty cool to be validated for the work that we're doing. Um, one of the more exciting ones, this is actually the one that got us connected to Apple, was uh, we won the Federal Government's Award for Advancement and Accessibility in Healthcare. Wow. Um, it was us and Apple, right? <laughs> so here we are. We're this, like, small startup company in, from Philadelphia, and uh, we're up on stage with that, that, you know, tiny computer company, Apple. Um, it, was, it was awesome. Uh, but we actually got, we got to meet the whole accessibility team from Apple, and they're pretty incredible. In fact, the programmer who is on the accessibility team who invented voiceover is blind himself. And uh, we really hit it off with him, and we've been able to work on some projects with him, and um, we're really grateful for everything he does. We won the Helen Keller National uh, Services Award for the work uh, we do in the, uh, the deafblind community. We won the Viscardi Center Accessibility Award, which is you know, the, the, the premier award for, for disability and, and accessibility uh, in healthcare. Um, the cool stuff. Uh, oh, there's also, the, uh, if anyone's interested, if you Google Accessible Pharmacy New York Times, the New York Times wrote a feature article about us, which was, like, we, we, we love telling our story. We tell our story all day long. I could talk everyone's ears off tonight. Um, but hearing a New York Times journalist, like that level journalist, like tell our story back to us, um, it was incredibly thrilling. Um, let's see a few other things. Oh, we're, we're, we're kicking off in May our third um, college internship program. Uh, every summer we hire and employ blind college students who are interested in pursuing careers in, in healthcare and or business. Um, it's awesome. It's through a grant from the uh, New York State Commission for the Blind. And we, we uh, gather the students through Visions at a New York City, the, the largest provider of blind services in uh, Manhattan, primarily. And um, it's pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, we're obviously able to expose these, these young, like, brilliant students to the things that we do, like business, marketing, market research, business strategies, uh, medication, healthcare, um, and so on and so forth. But uh, it's pretty cool. We, we learned just as much. The last two years we've had a great experience, I'm assuming this year's will be just as cool. Um, we learn just as much from them. You know, these are 18 to 21 year old uh, young students. Um, they're very tech savvy and they're very up to speed with like all the solutions that could possibly exist to help a young blind person manage their healthcare. So um, it's an incredible opportunity for us. Um, we're trying to think that's essentially what we do. So that being said, I'll hit you with my punchline and then Carl, I'll hand the mic back to you, which is uh uh, actually, if anyone here has a question or a comment that they're not comfortable sharing in this group setting because it's a private health issue, please feel free to email me directly. My email address is andy, A-N-D-Y, at accessiblepharmacy.com. Um, I'm not a healthcare provider, obviously, but if it's a healthcare question, I'll forward it on to someone who can address it. If it's a business question, I'll address it. Um, 
If anyone here on the call is a patient and you're comfortable sharing that story, I'd love to hear from you. Um, our website, once again, is AccessiblePharmacy.com. Our phone number is 888-TOLL-FREE, uh, 888-633-7007. That's 888-633-7007. Uh, you can also find us if you have an iPhone. Just be like, Siri, call Accessible Pharmacy. And depending on your settings, uh, Siri will either put you right through to us or uh, Siri may say, do you mean Accessible Pharmacy in Feasterville, Trevos, Pennsylvania? That's us. And then it'll put you through. Um, you can find us in the Be My Eyes Specialized Help section. And uh, I think that's it. So thank you again, everyone. I'd love to hear questions, thoughts. If you're, like I said, if you're a patient, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you had an experience with us that's positive, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you had an experience with us that wasn't positive, uh, it's uncomfortable, but I'd still love to hear from you. Um, but thank you again. I really appreciate everyone's time on a Friday night. And Carla, thank you so much for including me. Okay. Thank you, Andy. Um, do we have questions? Yep. Debbie Green, go ahead. All right. Debbie? <laughs> hey, Debbie. So, hi, Andy. Great stuff. Um, thank you. How do, how do we sign up for you? Do we just, just tell our doctor or do we just call nope. a number? Just on Monday, give us a call. We'll do all oh, the work okay. for you. We'll, call, we'll reach out to your doctors. We'll reach out to your insurance company. We'll tra if you want to move forward with this, we'll transfer the records from your existing pharmacy to us. And okay. the next time you're due for your meds, it'll just show up at your front door. Oh, that's fabulous. At a point in the future, if you're like, you know what? I like my Walgreens better. Simply call mm -hmm. us and disengaging is just as easy, you know. We'll reach out to your doctors, give them a heads up. We'll let the insurance company know. We'll contact your pharmacy, the other pharmacy, and let them know if anything has changed since uh, we took over you as uh, and took you under our care. Um, sure. All we ask in exchange is that uh, you just give us some feedback about um, why. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the thing is so refreshing. I don't know about other people, but I I do. I get mine from Humana Pharmacy, which is called okay. now One Care Pharmacy, and um and and I've been okay with them except that. Um, I never get to talk to a person. It's, ah. it's, all, it's all machines. You know, they'll, they'll call and say, it's time to renew your prescription. Well, I still have three months supply here, you know, and if I say no, then the response is, are you refusing to take your medication? <laughs> no. Alex tells the story. One of the things that got Alex so excited about our idea, we were still brainstorming the idea, um, his wife, who was cited, was away uh, for work. Okay. And he needed to renew his son's prescription. And I'm not going to name the pharmacy, but he called the pharmacy up. And there was a phone tree, you know, press one to speak to the pharmacy, press okay. two to speak to press it. Okay. And it was like, please enter your refill number. Yes. And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, exactly. I, I get it. I get it. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're old school. You'll pick up the phone. You'll have a conversation with us. And if we're a good fit, we'd love to work with you. Okay. Well, I'm in. Tell me your last name again, Andy. Oh, it's Burstein, B-U-R-S-T-E-I-N. Okay. But if you call on Monday, we have we have uh, a bunch of care coordinators there that sure. speak both. both we, we, in half, we speak uh, English, Spanish, Russian, Ukrainian, and Urdu. <laughs> so whatever, you know, you just, just, just raise your hand and, and I, we'll be there. I was glad to hear that you're working with the Mental Health and Wellness Committee, Pam Shaw. I'm, I'm, uh, actually, on, I'm actually on Oh, right on. Oh. Well, so I, I know, so coming to it's a work in progress. She and I just had a conversation earlier in the week. So we met her. Do you know Marianne Grignone? 
Don't know her, no. Uh, she's a, so she lives in Florida. She's, she's originally from Pennsylvania. She, her, she and her husband are officers in the Pennsylvania ACB, but they okay. live in Florida. But she works for us. She represents us in Florida. And she's the one who, she's friendly with Pam, and she, she introduced us. Super. Fabulous. Thank you, Andy. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Um, Debbie Dutridge. Uh, yes. Uh, thanks for the presentation, Andy. It's oh, been sure. great. Um, can you, when you call, uh, can you give some, like, prescriptions that you would be taking, and can they give you a price to, you know, so you can see if it's going to be benefit to uh, switch? You know, can Absolutely. they give you pricing? Yeah, for the unless it's an obscure like uh, um, I think it was the name. Unless it's an obscure drug, yeah, we'll be able to give it to you right there on the spot. If not, it takes about a day to do the research and then get back to you. Thank you. You're welcome. So I have a question. My work says that I have to go through Express Scripts. So, like, if I wanted to work with you guys, can is that possible, or do I have to? You know, I'm, I'm, to be frank with you, I'm not sure. But what, okay. if, if you're interested. Call, and in 30 seconds, you'll give the person the information. We'll do the research for you and get back to you. Sue Ellen, you can go ahead. I don't so much have a question, but I have to say I love you guys' service. Um, oh, I, right on, right on. I heard the program you guys did at ACB National last year, and the very next day I was on the phone signing up. <laughs> oh, wow. Sue, thank you so much for sharing that information. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, Scott Heads, you can go ahead. <clears throat> Yes, uh, you had mentioned the script talk, and I know on there, as you press through the menus, it comes to where if you needed more information on this medication, call this number. Are you listed on that to where it would contact oh. you? You know what's really interesting? So i got to be honest with you, in full disclosure, I've never listened to the entire script talk message. Um, and every, you know, I, I listen to it, I'm, I, I listen to it every day because I'm, I'm always like playing with the devices and stuff. Um, we are listed on Script Talk's website as one of their preferred p providers. I'm assuming at the end it has our phone number, but that, that's my homework assignment for tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, but it has I'm not warning. Sure. Yeah. It'd be good to be on there. And then no, I'll no. Like I said, like, I, I, I have no idea. I'm assuming we are. I'm assuming, how about this, one of two things. It's a custom software, so it's like, and we pay for it. So I'm assuming right. it's our phone number. The only other thing I can think of is it's Script Talk's phone number. Um, right. But I'm not positive, but I'm going to look into that. Thank, thank, you for, thank you for that heads up. I, I don't have an answer yeah. to that. Yeah, Mr. Heads will give you a heads up. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. <laughs> and then also I wanted to ask about the uh, expo you have. Do y'all do yeah. that on a Zoom where people can watch that or? Oh, sure. It's on Zoom, um, and there's a bunch of virtual booths. where You can actually go into a virtual booth. It's on our website. You log in through our website, and there's a directory of exhibitors. Um, and so you would go to uh, that, that exhibitor. It's, it's, it's sorted alphabetically and by category. So you, know, you would go to the, a and the ACB exhibited, the national ACB exhibited. You would go to the ACB booth, click it, it would pull you to a page in our website that would have information from the ACB, uh, contact information, social media links, and there would be a Zoom link where you can interact with someone from ACB. And does the uh, packet uh, folders, does that come with a full list of uh, your medicine, how you take it and when you take it uh, on Absolutely. the front of it? 
Yeah, absolutely. And then you can also, like I said, if, if you get it, you're like, I'm a little confused about this. I need some help understanding this. Call us. Engage us through Be My Eyes, and we can actually help you figure out what everything is. Bill Wright, go ahead. You you talked about um, the the diabetic, the different diabetic stuff. Uh, do you do anything with freestyle uh, Libra? Yeah. So uh, similarly, we we had a webinar uh, focusing on all the different devices. Um, we have diabetes educators and experts on staff. We are very familiar with the Freestyle Libre and the Dexcom and the Medtronic device. So we can help you troubleshoot it. We can help. We, I wouldn't recommend us being your primary group to train you. Your endocrinologist should actually be hands-on training. But if you need to troubleshoot the device um, or you need the sensors, uh, we can 100% help you with that. So, Bill, it's you just said something. There's a, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Diabetics in Action Committee, Tom Tobin and Terry Suarez at ACB. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you're not active in that group, they're awesome. Um, we're actually doing another webinar with Tom in the middle of April. So if you follow their website and their emails and stuff, um, you know, we'll be joining them for that. But um, they have uh, – in fact, Tom actually joined us on, on one of our diabetes webinars. But um, they have an incredible – incredible collection of resources and support information. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming. And we also, Kentucky will also be having our state convention in the fall. And uh, we'll be inviting you to see if you'd uh, be able to participate, either in uh, person or by If the schedule or works, I'd love to join you. Okay. Could you right. repeat your phone number one more time? Oh, sure. So thank you. So our website is accessiblepharmacy.com. Our phone number is 888 888- Six three three seven zero zero seven. That's eight 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 six three three seven zero zero seven. There's a vanity number in there too, which is eight 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 meds M E D S double O seven, like James Bond. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Was that your idea, Andy? It, you know, it, it, we got the number. And we were just playing with it. We were like, what other names can we come up with this? And that was the most creative one that one of our staff Oh, my with. gosh. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, thank you very much. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. Carla, thank you again. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish you all well. Sue, thanks again for sharing your, your story. And uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody. Well, I'm yeah.